You are now listening to the Highly Offensive Sports Podcast. So, you know, a lot of people try to be like me, but, you know, you just can't be like me. Ooh, Lil Pump. CB on the beat. What's going on, BBN? It's just me and Wayne tonight. Thank God we got rid of Watson. It's a blessing in disguise, but not much of a disguise there. But um, So you're going to have to listen to us two assholes ramble on. But we had some uh, pretty crazy shit happen um, in the past uh, week and a half. So there's a lot to talk about. And um pretty sure, Wayne, not 100%. That you're gonna have to get a tattoo of Coach Cal's face on your ass now after that swarping that UK gave Tennessee. Um, I already got the tattoo, and if anyone asks me to prove it, I'm gonna holler at you for sexual harassment. So let me see don't your ask. ass. Let me see your <laughs> ass. I already got it. I promise. I lost the bet. Um, I will say this though. You all are probably going to have to play Tennessee two more times this year, and you still were celebrating like you had just won the national championship. And when I say you all, I mean the collective group of UK fans that I know, the UK fans that were out at the bar who were popping champagne after this win. I don't know what the hell that was all about. Tennessee is a good team, but geez, man, that I think I think it was taken a little too far. Little too far. All right, now I didn't see. Okay, I will admit that it was out of custom to see them that excited, but they did just beat the number one team in the nation. Although it was Tennessee, and I didn't see anyone popping champagne. It was you know just other stuff. But um, <laughs> two two bartenders standing on top of the bar. Popping champagne for for the UK fans in the bar. We were at two K, two keys down uh, downtown Lexington. It happened. I believe believe me. I wasn't that drunk. It was only my birthday. I saw it happen. But yeah, uh, ten, they they beat Tennessee. But we get we get oh, y'all back dude. in Knoxville. Remember you you snuck away to that gay bar. Oh, you were yeah. by yourself. With the, those two dudes on the bar. That was totally different thing going on up there, bro. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so so we we'll see you all in knoxville um and i can't wait i can't wait for, for uh for the rematch and i'm sure they'll end up playing each other in the sec tournament um the only other team that might get there is lsu uh who tennessee plays this weekend but um uk is i mean they're they're hot right now they've they've lost one of their last i think 11 games um and they uh they get an easy uh, they just beat Mizzou, and then they get Auburn uh, this Saturday. So they're yeah. they're hitting their stride at the right time. It's mid February. Um, is it a little too early though? That's my question. Mm, I don't know, but I no because we talked about this last time, and you know I think this is truly the perfect time to kind of start getting hot. I mean, obviously there's still the chance that they could sizzle out. But I mean, we're almost in March, man. I mean, this is the perfect, in my opinion, the perfect time to start getting hot. And, you know, did it start, did it start prior to the Tennessee game? Yeah, of of course it did. But I mean, they're powered 
I mean, they powered through that Tennessee game pretty well, man. And I, I think that they're going to be able to keep it up. And if I could pick a time for them to get hot, it's it's now. So um, and it's right around the trajectory that they're on. So I don't think so, man. I think we're I think we're good. Yeah, I mean, one thing that I will say about that Tennessee game, and, and I mentioned this on the podcast, I mentioned this to people before the game, is UK was coming off of a a pretty ugly loss to LSU, and they shouldn't have gotten beat by LSU. There's no reason LSU should even be able to keep up with that team because they are good. They're a top-five team. I'll give them that. Um, and they came out. They were hungry. They were getting the loose balls. They were getting the, the rebounds. They were hitting threes. Um PJ played, you know, out of his mind to start the game. I think he missed one shot out of eight shots um, and led them with like 16 points in the first half. So they had it all. They put it all together, and it was pretty much a perfect game. And at halftime, they were only up six. So I'll I'll tell you all this. Take a step back. Tennessee is going to be back next time you all play them in Knoxville. I can't wait. Um, but I'll give the, the credit where credit is due. UK whooped their ass last Saturday. Yeah. Um, let me ask you something, Wayne. Do you know a Instagram bot? Excuse me, Instagram model named Brittany Renner? No, I'm not familiar with her. All right, well, look her up. She actually came to the UK game. Uh, this she's got millions and millions of followers. She's um, this mixed chick. Um, she has a a butt like a second planet. <laughs> um she's super famous she's pretty sure she lives out in la but um gosh uh my mind just went completely blank who was she, pretty, who was she there to watch well that's what i was getting ready to say and my mind went blank if you said his name um was uh Re- junior or uh i'm pretty sure she was there for uh oh my gosh was it reed travis it was no, it wasn't Reed Travis. It was uh, Washington Junior, I think. PJ or PJ, yeah, PJ. My bad. Yeah, well, he balled out, and that must be why because he had a, a sexy Instagram model. No, no, no. Yeah, I'm sorry, my my brain went dead. I'm sitting here because I'm sitting here looking at. Um, I was trying to because this other blog was trying to say it was uh, this other dude, but it wasn't him. Yeah, it was definitely PJ. So she's there. Uh, for PJ because like he was like all up in her uh comments and shit like after the game because she posted a picture like at the UK game and stuff and I can't imagine that she would be she's got to be three four years because she's been with like Colin she used to I think had a fling with like Colin Kaepernick and like some all, all kinds of athletes and stuff. Okay, I know you're talking about now. Um, not yeah. to mention she was with Kaepernick, but yeah. Um, well, he he came up to par and, and played his ass off to at least start yeah. the game. Played pretty good. He hit a, a big shot when uh, UK was up 22. Tennessee went on a 13-0 run. There was about six minutes left, and I literally looked over to my buddy and I was like, "Hey, if they if if UK comes down and hits the shot, it's going to kill their run." And sure enough, PJ throws up a, a crazy ass like little fadeaway hook thing and puts it in and, and he kills Tennessee's run. He literally beat them um offensively almost by himself. Um and then you had hey. other guys hitting big shots. Brittany, you keep on coming to the games. So you're more than welcome. Because that that boy, he looks up in the stands and sees you, man, he's gonna ball out every time. I mean that he's he's probably 
just imagine, dude, imagine being a college kid and looking up in the stands and you got this Instagram model from LA there watching you and shit, just stunting on everybody. Yeah. Like I'd be, I'd be hustling too. It's kind of, kind of pisses me off that like <laughs> that he needs some motivation like that to really ball to I me. Mean, he's had some, obviously some other really good games, but yeah, I mean, he's been playing good on the, on the stretch was, run. Really good. Probably his best game, like all around. So for sure. Um, but that's, uh, Speaking Definitely of people, speaking of people coming to watch the game, so at the UNC North Carolina um, Duke game, the big rivalry game, they caught the biggest rivalry in sports. Uh, Barack Obama, Jay Z um, were a couple of guys who showed up for that game. The ticket average ticket price was thirty five hundred dollars, um, which is higher than the average Super Bowl ticket price. And they all got to watch Zion Williamson play for a total of 30 seconds. 30 seconds. Oh, my gosh. I know it. I know it, dude. And um, so you were telling me that I knew there was a, the knee injury. You know, we saw that. But you said that the final diagnosis was a MCL sprain? Yeah, basically just a knee sprain. He tweaked something. Um, any Anytime someone that big goes to make a cut, loses his freaking shoe, thanks, Nike, and and tweaks his knee, you know, and and puts that much pressure on his knee, and it doesn't get to bend the way he wants to bend it. He's going to do something. It's not that serious, but it doesn't have to be that serious to scare him. And that's the big question that a lot of UK fans have been talking to me about: is is Zion Williamson going to continue to play this year? Me personally, I don't think he should. I, I if I were him, I'd sit my ass on the bench. The rest of the season, actually, I'd, I'd look at you. I'd look at Coach K. Say, "Hey, buddy, thanks for the 150k you, you paid me to come here. I'm out. I'll see you in the NBA. Maybe, maybe play for you on the USA team." See, I, I, I disagree. Like, had the injury been a little bit more serious, well, shit. If the, if the injury was a little bit more serious, he probably would be out anyway. But exactly, yeah. An, an MCL, an MCL, it's a ligament on the side of your knee. And if it's just a strain, all a strain is is a micro, micro, microscopic tear. And typically it heals something like that would could heal as soon as two weeks, but no no more than three or four. So I mean, he he should be fine. Oh, he'll um, be fine. No, no, no. That's that's not what I'm saying at all when I say that he shouldn't play. No, I'm, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. I, I completely understand what you're saying. I'm just saying because of it not being that severe though i think he should continue with his mission he's made it this far with the team and yeah the dude is apparently which we'll talk about more worth 1.5 billion dollars billion with a b but at the same time michael jordan you know he's got that national championship i mean he's so close dude and you just know that if he plays he's gonna get that so if i was him I would kind of see past the money. I mean, the dude is going to be a powerhouse regardless of what decisions he makes. I mean, could this alter his fate a little bit? Yeah, of course. And and hopefully it's the right decision. But as a UK fan, I hope to God that he just says exactly what you just said. See you, Coach K. Like, I'm out of here. Like, I'm going to sit out the rest of the season. And, hey, Duke's still good enough. They could still put up a a nice run in the tournament. But without him, man, that's going to be a – serious morale killer and that's going to be big break for uk and i'm sure everyone out there has got their fingers crossed hoping that he decides not to i've I've said it all year duke they're so talented that 
it's hiding the fact that they don't have a major rim protector slash rebounder guy down low like a PJ um, down low for them. You know, it's like a Grant Williams, they don't have that guy who who can really, you know, bring up energy, get the transition going. It's just they just have so many freaking NBA players out there at all times that defenses can't our offenses really can't adjust to even get the ball inside because they can't make it that far so it's tough on them but yeah without Zion they're not going anywhere my thing is here you you brought up Michael Jordan and yeah that part of his legacy was playing in North Carolina he balled out at North Carolina that's really where he started to come on Zion really already has that hype from in high school when he had these YouTube you know, uh, videos coming out, these YouTube highlights, Instagram highlights all over the freaking place already have already has that hype. So really, what would he be playing for besides a national championship? And, and I know, he- but people with a greatness level of a Zion, a LeBron, a, a Jordan. LeBron didn't play in, LeBron didn't play in college. No, no, no. I know, Neither I know. I'm, I'm just saying when you have a legacy like that, people look at everything. Your high school, your YouTube highlights, you know, and people still talk about LeBron's high school run. There's uh, she shows on it all the time. My point is, is he's always going to be remembered as that guy that quit on Duke right before the March Madness. He's he's not. I don't think I don't see him wanting to do that to his legacy. And yeah, you could argue the other way, saying who cares? But a lot of people do care, man. I mean, that's that that's going to be a stain on his legacy, I mean, especially if he ends up being as great as a lot of people think he will be. Imagine the difference between saying, yeah, he stuck around and won a national championship with Duke versus, oh, he gave up on the team for money a few weeks before. Think about that for a second. Okay, and I'm also thinking about the fact that the NBA and the NCAA both made him play a, play at a level that he is far advanced and far beyond and he does not need to be there at all there's there's no there's no fact that you should tell me you could tell me that he needs to be playing on the collegiate level if he were able to he would have went straight to the league just like Kobe just like LeBron well well, hold on there Kimasabi but he's already there He's he already there because he had to go there he but, had but to, that's the but, but he's there he's though not, that's what I'm and saying he, and he's technically not getting paid to be right. there but, so but he's already you can't but he's there though. Why not finish paid. it out? You can't why not finish it out? Because why would you want to risk that? You almost you almost got hurt on a national scale. Nike lost one point two billion dollars over it on, on the stock market. That it's just shows you how much it's money. Bas- it's it, exactly. Ask Nerlens Noel what happened whenever he was playing in college. Yeah. UK I mean, fans know it ruined their whole season. There's always that risk, but I think it's, that the Risk. It outweighs the risk to to now if he was just like a you know a really good all star type player you know like a John Wall or something like that then yeah absolutely like I would agree with this decision but when you're talking about a potential mogul you know someone up there with Kobe and LeBron and Jordan someone on that level I think you have to look at the fine the detail the you got- you got to look fine at the detail. Risk. No, you got to look past the risk and look at the fine detail. You got to look at his whole legacy. You know, if this guy has a chance, which I think it's small. I don't. I mean, I don't think he's going to be better than LeBron or better than Jordan, but he has a chance. And you got to look at the entire legacy, every single detail, which includes him taking Duke to a national championship. 
you know, because if he gets up in that three, four championship, you know, range and a few MVPs and maybe a scoring title, hopefully, I think we'll get a few defensive, um, all defensive teams and maybe a one or two defensive titles as well in the NBA. And he's got to get there first is a problem. And oh, he's going to get there, even if he would get hurt, even if he would get hurt. I don't see it. I don't see it playing up. It's definitely going to impact his his role. It's definitely going to impact his trajectory into the NBA, and that would be terrible. But Michael Porter Jr. perfect example within the last three years, uh, within the last two years. Michael Porter Jr. Whenever he was coming out as a recruit to colleges, he came out as the number one guy. He was the projected number one NBA draft pick for the following year. Ends up tweaking his back, gets hurt, falls eight or nine spots. Haven't heard of him since. He plays for the Nuggets, who are the number one team in the West. Haven't heard of him. I know, since. dude. But come on now, Porter Junior. is a great, was a great player, great player. But he's not a fucking Zion Williamson. He's not. He's he, not. It's not even in the same level, though. We he he never could get to that point because he got hurt while he was playing. Zion's already there, though. That's what I'm saying. Like, even if he did get hurt, he'd have to blow out his damn ACL. Would be the only injury Which I can is, see. He almost he literally almost did that the other night. He almost All did right. that by blowing right. through one we'll, of his we'll, shoes. We'll agree to disagree. Like I said, I hope he does go to the NBA, but I think that for his legacy. I think it would be smart for him to go ahead and finish what he started because he's so damn close. I mean, we're already pretty much in March. What's a few more games, you know? So, um, but anyway, so tell me a little bit more about this Nike stuff. So the shoe blew out. He a lot was of people the are, Paul George, the Paul George signature shoe, his his right. uh, second edition. Right. A lot of people are blaming the shoe for his injury. Nike's took a $1.5 billion hit, you're saying? $1.1 billion uh, decrease in their stock market from, from the last two days because of Holy the shit. scale of what this game was on. And that's what's raised the question. I mean, you had you know players like Isaiah Thomas, uh, Donovan Mitchell, both saying, you know, what – like they, it, it really raised the question. And immediately the NBA um, – brought up the point of do they need to lower the age from 19 to 18 years old to let guys into the the draft? Like it, it literally raised all these questions just from a guy because you can, you know, like Zion's name, just his name, Barack Obama, if Zion's not playing, Barack Obama's not at that game. Jay-Z is not at that game. LeBron James does not go to a game two weeks ago to watch Duke play. I, I'm sorry, but it's just it doesn't happen. The only time those guys show up is got when you have guys like Anthony Davis, you know, guys like that who are who are, everyone knows this is a once in a, a generation player. Right, right. I agree. And, and I, I agree. The, the tension on that game from it being a rivalry game, the 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 ticket sales, all that stuff rolled up. It's a dead period right now. There's not any, hardly any other sports besides hockey um, going on right now. There was a lot of eyes on that game. And Zion literally just blew through his shoe. And it right. would happen to be a, a, a big fat-ass Nike check right on the side of it when it happened. Uh, I know. And they were zooming in on it and shit. I know. It was bad. It was bad. But 
the way I see it, and I've heard a few other people talking about this as well, is Nike's going to have to to sign him and give him give him this deal now, big old monster deal, much bigger than I'm sure than what they've they've previously talked about. Um, but he could say screw you guys and go with someone else now. So if he does that, do you see him? Who do you think he would go with if he doesn't go with Nike? I mean, you're going to have the major players, Adidas, Under Armour, but uh, one who stepped up a lot recently is Puma in basketball. I could see them making a major push, making them him their like marquee, um, marquee guy going into the draft. But yeah, like you said, he's about to get paid on a shoe deal, probably the largest shoe deal for a rookie coming into the draft. I oh, would say. It- it, it, it'll be the it'll probably be the biggest deal ever it, it probably will i mean the dude has a billion dollar impact in an industry because he had a mcl spring think about that for a second that is incredible and if you're that an is- agent that's what you're screaming whenever you go into the meeting to sit down with these with these uh with these shoe companies you're saying hey right. you know uh, he had to wear nikes because he was at duke um and you know that's who they have their shoe deal with but he don't have to wear that now. So, I mean, he can't make a statement and come out and wear Adidas next time he plays, you know, at the collegiate level because Duke, he just can't where he, he plays for Duke. But the impact of it's going to have, like we've been saying, on his initial shoe signing is going to be insane. Yeah. Yeah, that's just straight power, man. I mean, that, like I said, I mean, this guy is already – that legacy is already building, you know, I mean, it's just, he, he's on the path to be, to be one of the greats and stuff. I mean, he's got potential to, you know, have a net worth when this is all said and done, as long as he doesn't even have to be as good as LeBron or Kobe, as long as he just stays that path of one of the, you know, top 20 players of all time, I think he could end up the richest player of all time, just because of the hype and the uniqueness of his, his, He's a prototype, man. I mean, no one's seen a body type of this guy before. And correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure that he weighs as much as or, or close to as much as Shaquille O'Neal when Shaquille O'Neal was coming in uh, to the league at a seven foot two. And I'm pretty sure that he's like, I think something like 30 or 40 pounds heavier than LeBron at LeBron's heaviest point or something like that. I don't know the exact numbers, but I mean, the dude's an absolute monster, man. I mean, no one's seen someone that heavy, that strong. And the dude's not fat. The dude is absolutely yoked and he can get up. He's got, I think he's got a 40 inch vertical. I mean, he's just a, a monster. I and mean, we've seen some other great athletes and there's, you know, LeBron's was a great athlete still is my, you know, Jordan was an amazing athlete with giant hands, but this is a different type of beast, man. We haven't quite seen someone like this before. When you got a body like that to throw around, I I'm really interested to see what, the hell this guy can do in in the nba because a lot of these guys are not much i mean the the nba is definitely a bigger league than than college he's gonna be going up against some bigger boys but he's still bigger than everyone else in the nba so that's gonna be pretty cool to watch yeah the nba is definitely a different game but as we can see with guys who are young and flourishing in the nba like donovan mitchell whenever they get space and they get more more talent on the floor to play with them. They're just that much better, honestly, and it, it shines even more. So I could, I, he's going to make an immediate impact. These these teams who are in the running for the number one pick are going to be seriously crossing their fingers because he is he's literally a, a franchise player, and you don't get that 
that often in the uh, in the NBA draft. He's he's as close to a sure thing as you've had coming out of the draft since like you know a Ben Simmons or or someone like that. So we'll uh, we'll see we'll see what happens with it. Um, he's got some decisions to make. Me personally, it, it wouldn't surprise me at all if, if the dude's just like I'm not playing. You know, sorry, sorry, Duke, because. When when Coach K goes to recruit these guys, do you honestly think that he's giving them the long term speech of "Oh, you're coming to a prestigious college uh, for education"? Hell no! They're they're coming there as a stepping stone. One year we're out. Come play with RJ. Come play with these guys, uh, Reddish, all these guys, and uh, and try to win a championship and, and move on. So. We'll see right. what he does. We'll see what yep. he does. I know a lot of UK fans I've been talking to um, are are getting excited that he might sit out. And it's not that – I don't think they're excited that he he almost got hurt more so than it's, okay, this might scare him and he's going to sit out. You know, that knocks Duke down. Because in all honesty, you know, let's be real here, Duke was a freaking powerhouse. And if, if they had this team healthy and didn't win the national championship, something's freaking wrong. Yeah, yeah, that's a bad look for Coach K. If they with Zion, if they wouldn't lose, but like I said, I mean, it just levels the playing field. I think is what UK fans are excited about. I mean, they still have a stacked roster, but oh, yeah. it's it's more manageable now. I mean, UK matches up better with them, so do a lot of other teams. With Zion, no, that nobody matches up with them. But um, so yeah, I mean, if they still have a really good shot to win it all without him, but it definitely. Uh, opens up some bigger lanes for for UK and, and Tennessee and um, some of these some of these other squads so it'll be interesting to see how it plays out but um real quick um, we're not gonna do any um, long spots tonight for our uh, sponsors but I just wanted to give a quick shout out to uh, Mark Stevens DMD uh, dentist in uh, Richmond Kentucky as well as bluegrass marble and granite also located in Richmond Kentucky. Um, anyone else, Wayne, that we wanted to give a shout out tonight? Uh, your twenty four seven locksmith. Um, did you mention them? Yeah, and then um, ERA uh, ERA Showplace Realty. Yeah, well, like like always, we greatly appreciate our sponsors. That's what keeps us going. If you have a business and you're looking to reach a few thousand people um, every single week in the Central Kentucky or Cincinnati area, give us a shout. And uh, back to the you bringing up the uh, the the teams that are going to have a shot at the championship now. So top five as is beginning of the week after UK beat Tennessee was Duke, Gonzaga, Virginia, UK, then Tennessee at number five. Duke gets Duke gets beat by number eight UNC. So they're more than likely going to fall at least two spots, maybe three. So if you if UK can close out this this week with a win, um, where do you have them at? Are they moving up? They're not moving up to number one spot because Gonzaga is going to probably push back into that spot. But do they jump? Do they jump over Virginia? Do they just move up to the third spot? I think they deserve the second spot, the number two spot. But at this point, it doesn't matter too much. I'm just curious what you think. Who are you asking me about specifically? It, where UK is going to be after this week if they if they close out beat Auburn this weekend because Duke just lost they, they're the number right. one seed. Right. Okay. Yeah. No, I understand your question now. Um, I think that I, I think that if if they beat Auburn, I think that they jump up to the the number four spot. 
they're, I don't think they they're at the number four spot. I thought they're at the number five spot. No, Tennessee's no. at the number. They oh, took- no, you're right. You're right. I'm sorry. I'm looking at the wrong thing. Okay. No. Okay. Well, then, yeah. What I meant is that they're going to move up one spot. I don't think they're going to quite be up there. I don't I don't think I, – I, I guess there's there's little argument that um, – I mean, do you think there's a chance they could put Virginia in front of Gonzaga? There, There is, but Gonzaga hasn't really done anything to – they haven't beat anyone, but they also haven't, you know, even come close to getting beat really. And they're on a seventeen game win streak. So it's kinda like they they had the one seed, Tennessee beat them, they got knocked down. Um, so it's kinda like, you know, how can you not put Gonzaga there? Um, but in my opinion, UK and UK Duke and Tennessee are all better than Gonzaga and Virginia. I mean, if you put all these, you know, if you play all these teams against each other, Tennessee, UK, Duke, they're the three best teams in the country. And then Gonzaga and Virginia are behind. But the the rankings will not reflect that yet. Yeah, I think it'll go Gonzaga, Virginia, Kentucky, uh, Duke. Yeah, Duke's, yeah, Duke's not going to fall down below Tennessee, I don't think. Right. And North Carolina, North Carolina could potentially jump up a little bit. I mean, they see they have five losses, but they've, they've got some some weight in that win against Duke. Um, so I could see them moving up a little bit. Um, at least a number six. Yeah. Yeah. At least a six. Um, Michigan is probably going to float right around where they are now. Um, and then Tennessee is probably going to drop down a spot. I don't see them dropping any further than that. Well, Tennessee. Well, the thing with Tennessee is they um, on Saturday, which is tomorrow, they play LSU, who's ranked number thirteen. So they're either going to get beat or they're going to win. If they win, that's a big win. That's a top fifteen win. So they could push up, you know, and potentially be up there. Um, and not, I don't. If they get a third, if they beat a ranked thirteen team, they're not going to, you know, move down. There's no way you can justify. Right, and that's what I was saying. They're going to float around, kind of. Even if they win that game, their their, their movement's not going to be anything magnificent. You know, they could maybe potentially move up one spot, um, but I, I don't see them going any further than that. Yeah. Especially so with we, that loss to UK that they just had. So, so UK fans at the end of this week could should expect their team to be a top three team um unless something crazy happens and Gonzaga or Virginia gets beat but um probably not going to happen looking at their schedule uh and, and then just heating up man the SEC tournament's getting it's going to be fun uh you know the Tennessee's up there UK's up there LSU's turned it on lately um and yeah SEC's going to have a number one seed in the tournament regardless of uh of what happens, I really think whoever wins that turn the SEC tournament will will put a number one seed into the uh, the uh, the main tournament. Yeah, well, one thing I know is that the last few years UK always seems to get screwed and get put in the absolute hardest bracket. So I know a lot of people are. I think a lot of people will be rooting for Duke to get one of those number one seeds just to keep them keep them out of the bracket. But um, there's there's some other powerhouses as well that we probably don't want to have them sitting at a two seed in our bracket but um that that's going to be something to watch out for as well yeah well what i always pray is that if if you know if tennessee or uk were to get a two seed they get stuck with like a virginia or gonzaga as a number one seed because that's a team that you know if they they can make it to the elite eight 
um, that's a team they can beat and have a pretty easy game going into the final four. So, um, and that's that's how it flip, it'll flip flop a couple more times because, like I said, Tennessee and UK, they they are guaranteed one one more game, and they're more than likely going to you know meet in the SEC tournament championship game. So um, it's uh, it's going to be fun these last couple of weeks going into the the main tournament. I, I don't know. Dude. This this is probably like a really like simplistic bias opinion, but like I feel like teams like your Gonzagas and, and and teams like that, those smaller schools, like they need almost like a perfect storm to make a run in those tournaments. Like they don't ever win with overbearing talent or you know a, elite. Uh, they they do often have elite scoring, but you know what I'm saying. Like in a sense that like they almost it, it's like really good fundamentals basketball where we capitalize on your mistakes like type of a basketball where like they need you to make mistakes and they play their game type of basketball. So, you know, they don't ever go out and just absolutely like dominate you with like raw talent and, and athletic ability. You know, traditionally is, is kind of how these, these teams work. So I think you're exactly right. I mean, that's who I'd want to see. Like if UK gets a number one seed, I'd, I'd be cool with, you know, a, one of those smaller schools like that. That's who I'd want to see. Like a, even like a, um, going against someone like a, like a Villanova or, or someone like that at like a three or, or four seed would be fine. But, um, you know, there's the hope is that this year we don't get absolutely gang raped by the commission. And they, we do, cause gosh, the last few years, man, they, they are, we've been absolutely stacked in our bracket. So, Hopefully this year they give us a break. Yeah, the uh, Gonzaga, um, they they actually went to the national championship in 2017. I'm pretty sure. And but other than that, they they do a good job of getting their marquee games set up in the beginning of the season. Like they played, you know, they've already played Duke. They almost beat them. They played Tennessee um, and got beat by ten or they beat Duke. Yeah, they beat Duke and got beat by Tennessee. But um, they, they play those marquee games to get their wins. But after that, after the first couple of weeks of the season, they don't play anyone. They, they li- there's, there's literally no one on their schedule because it's all conference games. And they go into the tournament, you know, yeah, on a 17-20 game winning streak, but it, it doesn't really mean much at that point. And you, it's hard to determine how far they're really going to be able to go in the tournament off of that because we know as, as well as anyone – that teams are completely different teams at this point in the year. Kentucky's a completely different team. Kansas, they're they're terrible and they were pretty good at the beginning of the year. So, yeah, I mean that's a good point. Gonzaga, um, these smaller schools, like whenever they make their runs, it's not as significant as like when Tennessee or whenever UK wins ten out of eleven. Right. Exactly. Yep. That's that's pretty much what I was what I was hitting on. Um, well, uh, UK. What else we got to cover? So UK, UK Auburn tomorrow. UK versus yeah. Auburn. It's in, yeah, so in nice Missouri win. Nice Missouri win, and now we're looking at Auburn, which is so we're recording on Friday night because we're losers, and we're um, yeah. So hopefully you guys are able to digest this content before the game. If not. No big deal, but um, yeah, we're looking forward to this Auburn game. I think that um, UK is hot right now, man, and I'm really not that worried. I think that uh, I, I think that we're going to be able to um, do pretty well against them. 
Yeah, they they should handle um, they should handle Auburn uh, pretty easily. Um, but what I want to say with this episode, we talked a lot about Zion. I think probably had like 16, 17 minutes of content on this this episode. So I want all these UK fans to put their bias aside. I know I hate Duke just as much as anyone. I don't like Duke. I hate Coach K. All that stuff. I promise I do. But put your bias aside for just. 30 seconds and tell us what you think Zion should do. I don't don't say you sh- you think he should sit because you're a UK fan. Like literally put some thought into it. We want to hear your feedback. We'll we'll post this out, comment on it, give us some feedback. We want to see what everyone else is thinking about this. Yeah. Let us know. Let us know. Um, is there a particular place that you want them to hit you hit us up or Facebook? Facebook comments. We'll we'll post it out. We'll ask. You'll know when to comment, but we'll put it out there and you all respond. Yeah, they're all gonna agree with me because they know I'm the smarter one here. Well, no, I don't think they're gonna put their UK bias aside and and they're just gonna say Zion should sit. Yeah, well, he should sit because we're UK fans and we don't want to play him. Yeah, yeah. I, I guess you're probably right. They probably won't agree with me. Um, but see, like I said, I don't want him to play for UK's sake. But like I said, if I was him, I would be kind of looking at it. Like I said, of hey, I've got a chance to be one of the best of all time. I, I want to put that on my him, legacy. I would be a selfish asshole and say, "Thanks, Coach K. Money, I'm money, out. money." Yep. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Because yeah. in the end. The NBA teams, they don't give a shit about you. Like, I mean, honestly, like they want him, but they want him because he's going to put fans in the stands. He's going to, you know, crank those ticket prices up, right? Just like yep. he did for Duke. Yup. I agree. Well, um, well, yeah, good luck to uh good luck to the Cats um against the Auburn tomorrow. And um, yeah, hopefully we don't have to report any negative news next time. But um, I think that's pretty much it for tonight. You got anything else, Wayne? That's it. That's it, man. Okay. Cool. Well, um, guys, like always, if you haven't, gosh, Mike, uh, if you're still listening to us and you haven't subscribed, there's there's no help in you. You're an you're, asshole. Uh, yeah, you're just an asshole, and you're a special kind of stupid. If you still haven't subscribed to us and you're just playing our episodes and haven't taken 10 seconds to help us out and and hit that subscribe button on iTunes. So if you haven't, please do that. Um, Follow us on social media. Um, Don't forget to tell us what you think Zion should do. Um, And then, yeah, if you are a business owner and you're looking to do some um, really powerful, but affordable advertising, give us a shout and we'll put a spot in our uh, next few shows for you. Um, so yeah, that, that's pretty much it. Uh, we will uh, we will see you guys next time. Peace. See ya. Since I got checks, I don't run and get mad as I react. But she throwing it back at me.